There will be blood this week as Scott and Jer take you on a journey through the past, present, and future to bring you the most hemoglobinist lost at home yet. If you're looking to learn about blood-sucking popes, vampiristic Texans, and repurposed horse phallus, you've come to the right place. And if you're rich, listen up to the tips on how to get young off teenager blood. It's a podcast, assholes. Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the show. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And we are back for episode 128. Yeah, nothing special about that number, so fuck it. Let's move on to our sponsor. Uh, Blood. Okay. <laughs> Blood's our sponsor. Actually, Blood is our topic this week. Our sponsor it, is, yes. is the Bam Box. The Bam Box, uh, where you can you can get something related to Blood, and actually it kind of ties in well with, with, our, with our show this week. Absolutely, and uh, the theme the theme is is about crazy things. Still, hopefully, it is. It okay. is crazy for the month of August, but the time is drawing where you need to order. There's about a week and a half left, and if you go to theloststonepodcast.com and you look for the Bambox link on the middle of the page, you can click that, go to their site, and use our offer code LAH10 to get ten percent off your first order. Uh, Crazies was hinting at a original Harley Quinn item this month. And something to do with the killing joke, the uh, famous Batman killing Joker graphic novel that was recently ported into a less than well-received film. Uh, apparently, Batman fucks Batgirl in the film, and people didn't like that. Cause yeah. That, uh, that, that never happens in the comics. Uh, no, but, uh, you know... It, and I think there's, a, like, a 40-year age gap between them. Well, less, but hey, man. Less concerned about that. He's a rich dude. Yeah, Come exactly. on. You, I mean, Money like, buys you pussy. Yeah, like, Seinfeld wasn't just fucking 18-year-olds yesterday, probably. Oh, Christ yeah. No, no, no. The age gap matters less to me. It's more the fact he's that a Batman dweeby, yeah, he, never he's a has fucking, sex with Batgirl. Yeah, I mean, George Clooney could be banging people left and right. He played Batman once, right? And he, in real life, as George Clooney... Because he's George Clooney, but uh, I bet even an attractive older guy like George Clooney, right. not even as George Clooney, could probably go out and get some poon, oh, some he, young poon. He, he Those probably, girls are like their sugar daddies and shit. You he know? probably flies in that Lolita airline that Bill Clinton's always using that brings you to Lolita Island where you just have sex with Lolitas. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, that's where like he... I'm hang out while I don't know what running the word the Lolita means. Oh, I man, like using so it, but I, I believe it's a weird plant. Uh, is, it, is it a weird, like, tropical blossoming plant? Uh, if you want to call it that, yes. They blossoming. <laughs> all that plant's blossoming real good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I pluck the, the juicy berries right off them blossoms. That's my uh, terrible Bill Clinton. That's actually pretty good. I like it. Uh, it's right. I fuck children. <laughs> he, he didn't. He never fucked a ch- child. He, he had sex with... You don't know that. Anyone who's ever said he did is now dead in a single car accident. <laughs> yeah, one mass car accident. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, oh, the other thing, like a, the next Final Destination movie, actually, is when you foresee yourself getting killed by like the CIA because you said something bad about the president because you, you were like, 
part of this group and then you see it coming where you're like oh shit there's this mass 72 person pile up just happened to be all of us going to this you know whatever uh, thing and then you're like no I can't be part of this so you're like the one lone person who evades the CIA's mur- like killing attempt and like now that. instead of instead of actual death coming after you it's the CIA and death coming after you because the CIA still wants you dead so the CIA is all in it too so they accidentally get killed in the crossfire too and they actually see some of this crazy shit happening where you and your five friends who decided to evade this crazy plot now have to f- I love the Final Destination movies me too I actually. really do while you were while you were on that <laughs> rant I was actually just thinking about someone like shaking Hillary's hand at a fundraiser and then like the whole like I don't know building falls on them everyone dies yeah but that's not the thing they're trying to prevent when the when the guy or girl wakes up suddenly startled it's the fact that Hillary also saw it and thinks you're part of it, and it's like her trying to take you out. Uh, okay, so yeah. So it's it's Hillary setting up very complex Rube Goldberg death machines, and like at one point in the movie, she even gets caught setting one up, like doing like the little mouse trap so this hinge is, with the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like I like that her like she's the one with her hands on the Rube Goldberg and 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 her machine that of mass destruction uh, uh, involves twine. But what she wants to do is kill all the teenagers who were there when she shook their hands and the building, the convention hall collapsed on them to prevent them from ever shaking her hand. Because she thinks that's the catalyst for the building falling. Okay, I gotcha. Like, so if those kids never show up to my convention hall, wow, this we're is we're like gonna a, be fine. This is this is layered. This is gonna be one of the most sophisticated Final Destination movies. How about this for our first empty promise of the of the of uh, the week? Uh, we will work up a spec script. Uh, not a full script that takes too long. Just a spec, uh, like I don't know, outline kind of thing, kind of elevator pitch style. Hillary Clinton uh, Final Destination. To, yeah, a Hillary Clinton Final Destination movie uh, spec script, and uh, that'll be our first empty promise. Um, and uh, I, I think that's going to be uh, pretty epic, but also it, it's a, a layer. I mean, sorry, an onion of uh, awesomeness, if you will, because it kind of takes a lot of popular things out there. There's like the the House of Cards, like you know, criminal aspect of the government, being like, oh, they're shady and shit like that. And then there's also like then we're forking it, where like death is still after everybody, but then there's this whole like saw element to her building up crazy saw machines to kill people. Save it for the specs. Uh, yes, right. I don't want to ruin our empty promise. Now, um, that wraps up our sponsorship <laughs> moment. Uh, uh, the BAM box. It's the best <laughs> subscription box in the market. And Never by the way, the original Harley Quinn item you might receive this month or the uh, the new uh, the Killing Joke item you might receive this month, they could be on an epic scale. Uh, past ones have been license plates from both the future and 1980s DeLorean, like mm-hmm. actual replicas from the film, metal license plates. Uh, actual hockey mask replica from Friday the 13th signed by the first actor who played Jason Voorhees actual batarangs uh, we received in the mail an actual Lord of the Rings uh, 18 karat gold I believe mm-hmm. uh, replica of the one ring uh, last month oh you son I of a dropped bitch. something I don't know if that the happens. audience could hear that but we, it'll, it'll, we both oh, had to react no that was that was one of those dice from last week finally spinning and falling to the ground uh, from our awesome D&D style uh, role playing adventure we had which is an empty promise we might fulfill someday yeah all right. I think that was one of the only empty promises from last week was the D&D stuff. Right. Now, at the top of the show, uh, we confusingly told you this one would be about blood, and we actually have an entire episode this week about blood. Why is blood important? Well, science will never know, but we have some <laughs> ideas. True. What we're going to do here is science go through... Science still out on blood. I don't know. But... 
we're gonna go through a series of stories and we're gonna go through time and we're gonna teach you a little bit about the weirdness of how people have treated blood over the uh, millennia. And by the, by the time we get through this, we'll have re- we'll realize like this is almost seems like it, it's never too early to prepare for Halloween because we do Halloween month in October for Lost at Home podcast. This is almost like a, a, a precursor to that because this really feels like a one we would bring out for Halloween month. So this kind of, and honestly, it's Halloween year round at the Lost at Home podcast anyway. Absolutely. So, I'm wearing so a we mask can, right so, now. For, yeah. Jared has never seen my real face. I've never seen your real face, which is uh, fine by me. It's fine by me. It's, a, it's, a, it's either a hideous mess or so beautiful it'll make your brain break. Yeah, either way, I don't want to see it, man, because that's just terrifying It's like, it's like one of those pretty boys in anime who walks into the room and when all the girls look at him, oh! their jaws drop, he has like the glow, the sparkles. Yeah. And, they, and they've got like the heart bubble things out there and one of them is just like... Um, and one of them farts yeah. and they're just like that moment where their jaws all drop, their yeah. eyes get big. Yeah, yeah, and then one of them, their, their pussies fall off and turns I think into that's a what mass happens. of tentacles and kills the teacher, <laughs> and then, then fucks the teacher's corpse. <laughs> I was gonna say, and I'm still jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now the reason why we have an all blood episode is because I found this one story, and this story actually itched a little part of my brain that gets into science and tech stuff, and I was like, you know what, I would actually like to learn a little more than what this story by itself taught me. And upon digging and going through a few other stories, I kind of figured out there was a show here, that there was something we could cohesively pull together. So the entirety of this show is going to be a discussion piece, but in between various uh, segments of discussion, we'll pepper in some web droppings that are very relevant to the subject matter blood. So um, I guess without further ado... We can start with the original story that created this. Uh, what what do we what do we call these in the past? Uh, Google holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this, kind this, of a... this, this is a Google hole you're witnessing here. We're gonna we're gonna walk you through an hour's worth of me Google hole. Do do you do you wanna do you wanna do a Google hole segment so I can roll that? Uh, do actually do we still roll... have the Google hole clip? Absolutely. Yeah. We wanna just make this a Google hole Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. All right. Here's that. Got nothing to do. Got no place to go. All right, controversial anti-aging young blood injection trial demands $8,000 from each volunteer. So this is, to, okay, first of all, it's hard to say you're volunteering for something when you're paying $8,000 for it. You're paying to, to be a part of something. It's also interesting where Volun- usually people get paid to do this kind I of was, shit. That was exactly You either volunteer say. and get nothing because you're like, hopefully it'll help me out. Or, uh, so something right off the bat seems a little, I don't know, seems a little off. But yeah, any any trial where there's like good and bad things can happen to you, you usually get paid for because the pay is compensation for possible bad. Yeah, right. But sometimes the good outweighs the good potential good outweighs the bad so much that you can find rich people who are willing to pay up to eight thousand dollars just to be a part of this. Now, this is a study that began in 2014, and it's considered groundbreaking by some in the scientific field. And what it revealed was that older mice, after being injected with the blood of younglings, uh, showed signs of regenerative regenerative, uh, muscle and brain function. Uh, Basically, the idea is it reversed aging. Yes. Um, Those are the two things that really go besides uh, organ failures, which are usually more atmospherically based right um the, the the hurt you put on your body as you live is more for the organs but the muscles in the brain they just fail period no Boom. matter what you do it's like the, it's they like will degenerate ticking time bomb like it doesn't matter it, they're they're gonna go they're gonna go they pretty much have a shelf life you can fuck that shelf life up and make it shorter but it's pretty much it's not gonna get longer necessarily um 
Now, or the, there's no way to reverse it. I should say it's just got there. It's only you can might be able to slow down the the how bad it gets, but you're not necessarily going to be able to help reverse the aging process to speak of. Yeah, this this or company. Can you? This company is called Ambrosia, which comes from the Greek Ambrosia. word. Ambrosia. Uh, I say I say Ambrosia. You say Ambrosia. Ambrosia from uh, the Labyrinth, I believe. That's the name of the dog. Isn't you're it? right. Yeah, which means immortality in Greek. And uh, MIT has actually done a review in this company and has speculated a little bit of hesitation on their merits. Um, a lot of it coming from the fact that they're charging eight thousand dollars. That for immediately each puts a trial. little bit of a like a, a scammy type of smell on it, even though it's a it's a legit institution and and you know they they do have at least a scientific. Uh, backing or rigor, if you want to say, to like justify it, it does seem like the second you're starting to charge people money like this, it seems like they're just trying to capitalize on people's expectations exactly. and hopes, like of that. And you're like, well, yeah. And plus, it's not really to. Hey. It's not like a small uh, sample group that they're trying to do this with to like specifically target something like Alzheimer's or something like that. They're saying, hey, if you're over 35 and you want to reverse aging, uh, who doesn't? hear that and go oh yeah fuck it you know people with a lot of money it's worth eight thousand bucks as a drop in the bucket to some people to some, so they're like yeah. so they're like all right you know the people who are gonna invest in this kind of thing eventually anyway are the people who will literally they they would buy if something like this worked and they could just buy a poor person to keep changing their dungeon to like tap like have oh my a, fucking have god a i would do that they're, they're going to be like... Uh, I would have all kinds of poor people they're gonna be chained blood up bars. my basement for all kinds of reasons. Blood bars, you know? One of them all named Roomba, and you'll just vacuum my house. And I'll chain him back up after. <laughs> Wait, I think you're... <laughs> I think that's just a slave. You're, no, this is science. <laughs> <laughs> it's science because there's a, a needle involved. Uh, well, there will be if they won't Roomba my floors. <laughs> <laughs> like wait, he, so he's roombaing your floor. It's not even like he's vacuuming. No, he, he has a vacuum. We just call him. Roomba oh, you call him Roomba w- with the threat of injections. So, so they just vacuum. Well, I think the injections are also. It's not like I'm putting things in them. I'm not made of injections. It sounds like I, a... I think it's a it's a chain of people of different uh, escalating ages, and the injections are injections of blood from one to the other to keep the chain alive okay forever yeah, yeah okay uh, i just I, I think it's just interesting that you roomba I, I'm roomba, guessing... roomba feeds into scuba who's my pool cleaner okay um oh, okay scuba feed... so it's a it's like a cyclical thing yeah uh scuba feeds into a uh, blue apron who's my cook okay uh, these are all based on popular companies we're buzz marketing right now yeah <laughs> uh by the way roomba uh and scuba uh your irobot uh irobot if you want to sponsor our show we would gladly welcome that uh Absolutely. as well as blue apron all right um but let's uh let's get anyway, down yeah, to yeah, the brass yeah, yeah, tacks yeah, yeah. of this let's um, find out what's happening we, yeah. we should probably give out one scientific term because this is going to be mentioned often in this show uh plasma we all know blood contains plasma Plasma platelets and uh, red blood or red blood cells. Yeah, correct. And if you put blood in a centrifuge, you can make the blood platelets and blood cells uh, separate from the plasma. That's what they do in order to give people blood transfusions. They actually separate the three, and then if you actually go and give double red blood, if anybody's ever done that, where you actually go, I always and, double and, down on red. And you you go, <laughs> and you you actually get to see it occur as you're doing. You actually go and get hooked up to. They bring like five of these to the places where you donate blood, and if you have like O positive, O negative, generally they. 
like you to give double red because what they do is they take double the units of red blood cells out and they put the platelets and the plasma back in and the plasma looks like frothy beer when it's actually out of your system it's very interesting so they put that back in and then that way they can take the red blood cells which about like 90 percent of people who need a transfusion need red blood cells uh, more than they do platelets and plasma yeah, we'll actually come back to the uh, the idea of donating blood a little later in the show. We have a we have a little bit of a web dropping based on that, but um, yeah, plasma is what we're really talking about here. Um, with the science of this, they want to take the plasma itself, and for eight thousand dollars, if you're at least thirty five years old, you can get four weekly injections of a young person's plasma. The idea is is that the plasma contains proteins that can somehow uh, de-age. They can de-age your brain. They can de-age your muscles. Uh, I know that sounds overly simplified, but the scientists who are working on these studies are in the dark about as much as you and I are on this. They simply yeah. have seen the effects work in mice. Right, They yeah. don't totally understand how it works, which is why a study like this needs to happen. And... For $8,000, yes, that's ridiculous, but I think what they're going for is they know there's some people with disposable incomes, with a fear of death, who will pay it, and who will fund the inevitable next study, because if this worked in mice, there's actually a really good chance it's going to work in people. Well, generally, I mean, the first thing they do is they test on the rats, because they're close enough. Uh... First come the rats, with the makeup and the pretty oh, mascara eyes. <laughs> you sound like you're a guy who like intentionally got like a job at one of those like labs not because they loved science or anything but because they like wanted the to pretty fuck animals. the pretty rats. Yeah. Yeah. I like the so, rabbit with the lipstick on. Yeah, it's, that's right. It's missing its fur because it made its fur fall out. Yeah, but boy. It's like fucking a scrotum with lips. Didn't, didn't make those fuckable <laughs> lips fall off. So you know what? I'm with you on this one. That's fine. At least one of the side effects was all those teeth fell out too. <laughs> yeah. Fucking a rat's mouth with lipstick on i work at the laboratory <laughs> fucking rat mouth with the lipstick on it's so pretty and i want to make love to it fucking rat mouth coming this fall to nbc now to give... add that to your spec script <laughs> <laughs> i was like i have no transition for that i'm just gonna pretend like it didn't happen and move on now <laughs> on to the next story yeah all right all right. Um, so to give this uh, fireball official lung drink of the Lost and Old podcast. Thank you for our sponsor. We appreciate you and hope to see the checks roll in as of tomorrow. Otherwise, yeah. you will hear from our blood lawyers. I'd say uh, I'd say free fireball for life, but good God, no thing. Doesn't Dan Harmon get? Uh, no, not Dan Harmon. Yes, uh, he does. He, he, free. Uh, not kettle, kettle one. one. Uh, is it kettle one? It's, it's it yeah. Is. It's one of the uh, one of the vodkas anyway. Pretty much gets for life. All right. Um, regardless of who gets what for sponsorship. Anyway, yes. Um, we have to give a little background on why the <laughs> idea of putting a young person's blood in or plasma into your system is not a very revolutionary idea. It's not new, yeah. but it's actually quite old. Um, honestly, the earliest example that we can find that can be even slightly classified as medical. And I didn't go further back than this because I'm sure there's a lot of examples of like in the medieval days, people probably thinking blood rituals did blah, 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 blah. Um, we'll save that is for this maybe a, a Halloween episode. Is this a flashback? Sure. I feel like from now on we should have a flashback. Sure, you're in charge of those. Okay. We just did a flashback to 1492. Now, 1492 is 
not the most important year to most people. That's roughly around the time of uh, Christopher Columbus discovering America. Well, I would say it was. I believe it's one of the first little nursery rhymish uh, history mnemonic devices that you ever learned. In fourteen hundred and ninety-two, uh, Columbus he sailed the ocean blue. Then he came over and raped those people. Ooh, Christopher Columbus. That's pretty much how I learned it. <laughs> Christopher Columbus coming this fall on NBC. Now, actually, the Christopher Columbus part is going to come back into the story in one moment. Uh, what we're going to talk about here is one of the popes from 1490s, we'll say. Uh, pope I believe Innocent... He became, he became Pope in 1484, I believe. Yes. Pope Innocent VIII. Uh, he became Pope in, what was it, 1484? 14... And died in 1492. Yeah, it wasn't Pope for too pope. long. Wasn't Pope for too long. Now, what's interesting about this pope, besides his name, That's I never knew we had a pope papacy. innocent. No, no, I, I was not aware of that. But I'm, I'm guessing uh, at some point, I mean, is that where is the word innocent come from a saint of some kind? Because aren't popes named after saints generally? Or uh, I would you know, have to be Catholic to know more about this. I, I was raised Catholic, and I do not know for sure what was that. And actually, it was, yeah, let's see, Catholic, uh, Pope. Here, uh, will you figure yeah. that out? The reason we're bringing up Pope Innocent VIII is that on July of 1492 he fell into a fever and was said to be given the world's first ever blood transfusion by his physician Giacomo di San Genesio who had him drink the blood the drained blood of three ten-year-old boys. Oh, did they have all to... of whom died? I'm wondering, like, if they put out like a Craigslist ad at some point, like looking for ten-year-old boys for, for no reason, not <laughs> sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, little Giuseppe, you can go down and see the Pope. He doesn't want you for sex this time. Okay, Mama, I'll bring back some great things. Probably not. You're not going to get raped to death, but you're going to get something to death. I don't know what it is, but you're going down to see the Pope and you're 10 years old. <laughs> what do you think's going to happen to you, young Giuseppe? As long as Mama gets their money, we can buy bread, because that's what people do in the 1400s. I turned into, I turned into a clown. <laughs> <laughs> I like he became Edwin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I you just totally <laughs> fell into being Edwin for no reason. No, okay, anyway. All right, so um, what happened was on July 25th, he died. And the idea here is is this story may not be 100% accurate. Um, Giacomo di San Genesio is considered uh, through history to be a Jewish physician. He's famous for doing the first blood transfusion. But, okay, it wasn't a transfusion, The Pope literally drank out of cups the blood of three boys. And this uh, physician was Jewish, and uh, through anti-Semitism at the time, it's wondering that if this guy wasn't maybe persecuted and this story was made like po- up posthumously to... be like for anti-Semitic purposes being like, oh, and oh yeah, you're just a crazy, yeah. And what I think is really interesting is his last name is Geneseo, which sounds a lot like Genesis and probably has a root within the same word if you go back towards like Greek and Roman times. Yeah. I'm wondering yeah. if like he isn't made up on the level of Geneseo, sounds like Genesis, meaning life, to bring life. Uh, could be. Well, listen to you getting all uh, all linguistic and, and, and namey and shit. Words are fun. Words are fun. We did a whole month on words uh, last year. I think the month leading up to uh, Halloween month. We did. 
Now, the only other thing interesting that I noticed under the uh, death heading on Wikipedia for uh, Pope Innocent VIII was there's a mystery about his tomb. This one um, is cool. I was not aware of this at all. Uh, here, I'm just going to read this straight from as is uh, here on Wikipedia. It says, A mysterious inscription on his tomb in the St. Peter and Rome state says, Nel tempo del su pontificato, la gloria della scapitara de un novo mondo. And I'm sure my Latin pronunciation is terrible. Well, but, all those people listening who know perfect Latin probably yeah. are pissed off at you, which are only doctors and scientists nowadays, by the exactly. way. Exactly. Or, or people who, for some reason, spend their money studying people. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because they have to pronounce, like, the animal names and shit. Um, that translates into, during his pontificate, the glory of the discovery of a new world. Now, what makes this weird, and I'm going to continue reading here, is the fact is he died seven days before the departure of Christopher Columbus for a supposed first voyage over the Atlantic, which raised speculations that Columbus actually traveled before the known date and had rediscovered the Americas for Europe as a nation before the supposed date of October 12th, 1492. Think he was double dipping? Like yeah, he uh, he got paid he, to do something? He was like, oh yeah, I did this. And then he found it. He was like, oh, this wasn't what I'm supposed he, to do. He, so why don't I go back and fucking say I need a bunch of money to do this shit? He very well may have gotten paid by the Vatican right, right, to right. go and make a discovery or find a new trade route for the Vatican. Right. Made a deal with Pope Innocent VIII. Pope dies, deal falls through, no money comes his way, even though he went oh. to game back, and then so he's But he's like, already got it. He's like, I, I found the But he already knows place. where to go, and oh, he has could, the He could have been on the ocean, like, as the guy, uh, no, not No, no, so he, he right. departed he, he, seven yeah. days after his yeah. death. Yeah. So I'm thinking he didn't get paid, Yeah. did all that for nothing, and then had a really good case to, what was it, Portugal that he sailed for? It was uh, Spain. Was it Spain or Portugal? Spain, probably. I don't know. I get it. Uh, you know, that. honestly, I'm a little shady on my Christopher Columbus history, but what I'm thinking is he, the country that did fund his voyage and sent him out to find the new world, he probably had the best salesman's pitch. Like, what's a better pitch than already knowing the answer to the thing you're pitching? Like, you find the fount of youth, you're Ponce de Leon, you find the fount of youth. Okay. The person who pays you to find it dies. You found it for air quotes nothing yeah right but right. you're just an explorer you're you're one but step you... up from a pirate yeah so what do you do with the the, the fountain of youth pretty much bathe Wait, it yourself or you figure you, out how to make money you, off you it. sell it man and like then, you're well, not the, well, no, no, not the only is, person who wants it right this is a day and age where there's no press there's no internet there's no radio there's no tv there's no way to get the word out easily yeah your best bet like would be pigeon. to go all the way back and have someone heavily fun a very lengthy trip to find it where you bumble around for two years while you're in a hot spring getting younger (laughs) and you just go back after with all that money and say, yeah, I found the hot spring. Or even then, still double cross them and be like, nah, never found it. Yeah, I never found it. Thanks for the money. For some reason now in my mind, I'm just picturing Norm MacDonald as Christopher Columbus. (laughs) Like going up to like the the guy in Spain and be like, hey, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I'll go find America for you. Like, uh, what are you talking? What's America? I mean, uh, I mean, uh, the new country. Hey, that uh, why why land. don't I go uh, across India. the sea and see what's there? That's it. Not America. That oh. what is? What is that? I don't know what you're talking about. The Americas. <laughs> Never heard of them. And he's, uh, he's wearing like puka beads and <laughs> <laughs> like carrying like a tomahawk. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, a, oh, and a map of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> map From of Florida now. and like and like like some casino gear and shit like that. <laughs> 
You're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hard yeah. Rock Cafe Bean. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, eating a hamburger. Everything is from different time periods and regions. But. Yeah, uh, next time uh, around, maybe I'll uh, talk about that whole time travel thing, too. Huh? Hey. Uh, all right. Norm MacDonald is Christopher Columbus trying to pull a fast one on Spain would be great. Now, here, at this point in the show, we might as well pepper in our first related web dropping. Web dropping. Um, well, okay. What we're trying to get at here is that blood was drank by a pope so we're led to be taught uh taught like like wikipedia is our teacher now <laughs> it sort yes, of is wikipedia yeah. um what what really gets this story interesting is that people have been known to drink blood and we're not talking about anything vampiric or anything like that any of the the, the subcultures of uh fiction um real life people have literally been accused of drinking blood and it gives a little bit of credence to the idea that the Pope drank blood, right? Yeah, right, yeah. But, of course, because, uh, well, I mean, the Pope gives credence to everything. Well, sure, once the Pope drank blood, he made it cool for all Popes yeah, it was to all the, kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that, that, it's a slippery slope. Because <laughs> the only part they got from it was the 10-year-old boy part. Oh, well, yeah. You, you can have a 10-year-old boy in your, in your, in your you chambers, are. and you could drink his blood. Imagine what else we could do with a 10-year-old boy. Oh, that's a spice and meatball. But, um... The thought of people drinking... Uh, his meatball with uh, his Pope ball... Pope balls. Uh, ...that he's making the 10-year-old boy suck on. That, and he says, that's a spicy meatball. And he's like, no, sir. These are the meatballs like Mama used to make. Uh. Literally, these are the balls that were <laughs> given to me when I was born by my mama. Come out to my mama, pussy. <laughs> All right, so uh, the reason why we're bringing up that other people would drink blood is because it's kind of uncanny how recently this has been in the news. Um, it was just this year in Texas that a quote-unquote vampire who murdered a 12-year-old boy and drank his blood and mutilated his body was just executed this year in Texas. Yes. A literal blood-drinking person. Friday, uh, he was killed this year. Yeah, uh, I believe it was April 6th this guy was executed. Uh, something Vasquez. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's just say something Vasquez. Honestly, <laughs> he's a scumbag, and I don't want to give him any more credit than deserved. I don't want his name getting further notoriety. Um, he was 38 years old and died of lethal injection, and he was the uh, sixth person to die this year in Texas. Yeah. And as of April, the he 11th was, he, nationally. He was 38 when he was executed. He was 21 when he committed his crime. So yes. I mean, it shows you how long it takes for somebody on death row to actually get... Uh, uh, I was going to say euthanized, and that's a odd way to put it, but that's essentially what they what happened before. Yeah. Before all the, uh, actually, I, I got to read up on how they remember we, we had a whole thing about how this is like, eighteen the, the, years ago, the, yeah, yeah. Wow. The how the drugs, um, uh, the 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 drugs for lethal injection, you know, aren't like readily available anymore. I can actually get a follow up on uh, the the how they do that now in Texas. I'm curious. Anyway, continue. Um, he said eighteen years ago he went with his cousin to a party. Uh, according to the article, rolled marijuana cigarettes. Who the fuck says that? Sorry, if you've ever rolled a marijuana cigarette before in your life, you're from, not, I mean, unless it's like one time and you're, you're a narc. Not cool. Yeah, like <laughs> if, you're, if you're a narc and you show up to the party, I can understand why you I call have it a, a marijuana cigarette. Hey, kids, yeah, you want a marijuana cigarette to smoke with the old uh, old cool guy here? Huh? If you want to step out back and do some of the pot. Ah, oh, the pot's a good stuff, isn't it? Now yeah, every every night I do the pot out of the who's gal. Yeah, now now who's uh, who's selling heroin around? I these can't parts? wait for a hundred years down the road when pot's legal for like 
like prohibition uh like throwback talk about pot being illegal now is treated like alcohol being illegal in 1910 like, yeah yeah well right. the oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we went down to the uh, we went down to the railroad tracks smoked the pot see we yeah smoked the marijuana cigarettes yeah we, we got the, the we, rolled, we rolled the marijuana cigarettes we did the pot yeah yeah the old marijuana cigarette speakeasies see yeah Oh yeah, the rest of the story is uh he oh, yeah. he, he grabbed his cousin, mutilated him, uh dr- drank his blood. Um, yep, that was about it. Uh, yeah, because he was twelve cut, years cut, old. Cut his feet uh, off. Lord him to a shed, bash his head in. Uh, he said that supposedly voices were telling him to do so. So oh, I was yeah. like, so oh, I say yeah. give him a pass. I, I don't like. I mean, oh, you didn't tell me voices were telling you to do so. All right, stop. You're free to go. Yeah, he uh, he. The body was found, with both arms missing, a foot cut off, several teeth uh, knocked out scalped and uh the killer had attempted to remove the head but failed Aww. i think he just got tuckered i was gonna say he was all he tuckered was out from tuckered all that out. foot chopping and teeth bashing <laughs> he didn't have any energy left over he got halfway through the head and was like you know what i'll finish this tomorrow just like any fucking lazy 21 year old fucking got sidetracked playing uh you know grand theft auto or something and he was like i'll get to it tomorrow and guess what it was too late because then they found a uh, old uh, corpse mcgee i can't believe this hasn't been made into a horror short like a 20 minute style horror movie because the fact that he dragged the body across a four lane main street in this town to that's the- that's a creepy image if you just picture somebody just dragging a body across and leaving like the blood trail across yeah. like slowly like, dragging yeah. across four lanes with no cars and then, coming and, by and you know damn damn well like one car went by was just beeping at him like come on i got places to go beep it, beep it, drag it, your body later in a weird morbid way this would be a really good horror short like that scene alone is very image striking like the camera's on the ground with the yeah. road perspective shooting towards the horizon and like just quiet just, i mean but it, it's quiet it's usually Light, or usually it's a it's double, lit. yeah. It's, it's usually street. like a, it's like a, a huge main street. Yeah. So, so and you just see him just like come into frame, and you can almost hear it first. Like just, the, oh, you're like for like ten seconds, yeah. drags all the way through frame slowly. I mean, a slowly slow, drops with, with, a, one, with a drops the foot has to go back. Stationary put it on top camera, of the stationary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah, no, I love it. I and, and then just keeps dragging uh, off camera. Where it's like he, a chore for him. He's like ah. Oh, and for shit. an equal amount of time, you hear the dragging off camera to the left. The same amount of time you heard from the right yeah right yeah and then after it fades out it stays silent and still for maybe four more seconds maybe a cat runs across randomly maybe not but then a car just drives over yeah. suddenly and then it's, then you cut and scenes. then you cut to the yeah yeah i like this this is good i like the uh we we, we paint a good picture i think I mean, that's, I, I do have to then also go back and say, uh, no disrespect for the actual victim's families and whatnot, uh, although this person was technically part of the victim's family, I believe. But, but when but, we make the short film and put it on Vimeo and we title it Vampire Mutilation Marijuana Cigarette Party, <laughs> we mean no disrespect. Okay, hold on. Can you write down uh, on Empty Promises, Vampire Mutilation? Uh, okay, because... It doesn't have to be this necessarily, because but although I do want to write that idea down, I just want to oh, make it now be make, the show title. I just want to because I like actually that's a beautiful yeah that's a beautiful show title that's a good show title idea. We also now live about three houses apart from each other, yeah. So there's no reason why we couldn't just get together with our very nice camera. That's right, and uh, totally do this. And that would be like three people in the cast. That would be just like a right? short. No, just you, that. you need a party scene. But besides that, all you would really need is the murder victim and the murderer. Yeah. 
Well, I just like, some I, fake, I just like the fake thought, limbs. And I've been looking for a reason to buy fake limbs. I have Amazon Prime. Yeah, I mean, you've got real... I'm, yeah. I, I have a wish list. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've thought about like putting a Lost at Home podcast wish list up just because it's been putting the weirdest shit up. And actually, I shouldn't actually take credit for this. And seeing if a fan would buy stuff for well, us. Well, actually, I shouldn't make, make our empty I shouldn't take uh, credit for this. Jason Northrup actually asked us if we had an Amazon wish list because when I paid him for the NCAA stuff, he was like, oh, I should buy something from your store or... Uh, or, or do you guys have an Amazon yeah, wish list? Yeah, he should have. He should have bought something from our store, lostatomepodcast.com. Look at the top of the screen. You'll see a series of links. One of them says store. Click on it. There's a store. It has yeah, shirts. has great one. stuff. Awesome stuff. And uh, you know what? Maybe if we make it's this movie. Cheap. We don't make much money off it, but the little we do goes into helping the show out. The show's not free. Come and on, how about fuckers. And how about a later Empty Promise? This is one here. Uh, a new Empty Promise is I actually want to make a shirt that just says Empty Promises on it. So that way, an Empty Promise is an Empty Promise shirt. So it's so meta because if we actually make it, it means it was a fulfilled promise. But we have actually made a shirt that says "Empty Promises." Making that shirt tonight. Yeah. Say so yeah, Boom. Actually, bang, no, bing, I'm probably bong, not. Bing. I'm gonna. Watch. No, you're you've, you're gonna make that shirt in like uh, two and a half weeks when you have free time again. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna watch Vice Principals when I go home tonight, and I'm gonna watch uh, John Oliver, and I'm going to hang out with my wife. Oh, that's right. Those are on tonight. Gotcha. Yep. All right. Uh, so, anyway, yes. Texas Vampire Story, pretty fucked up. But you know what? We're going to move on from that. And we are going to actually talk about why why the Pope Innocent story about drinking blood probably is a falsity and probably is an anti-Jewish kind of situation. Ah, okay. Um, the idea here is that, is it safe to drink blood? And, and the, the answer, answer is yes and no. The answer is clearly no. It's yes and no. Beyond a yes. small amount. So yes, if you drink a drop of blood, you're going to be fine. Just like if you drink a drop of poison, unless it's really bad poison. You could have, or good you poison, could have a couple tablespoons of blood and be fine. It's yeah. not going to hurt there are a lot of There are plenty of people out there who have these ritualistic things, and they drink just like a drop or two to like to signify something. And be like, ooh, we're goth. I mean, I've definitely, like, I'm a chef, and I've, I've hurt myself oh. bad enough where my instinct was like, Oh, I'm bleeding, and put your mouth to it to like kind of like. Oh, I do that, yeah. Especially blood. like on the fingertip thing, you do the suckle. And yeah. I've also noticed that I felt a little <laughs> off from do it to, after. Do you have to say like I was a little worried when you said when you started it was saying I'm a chef and you were talking about blood, people consuming blood because it's like and I put blood in my my mashed potatoes all the time gives them a good pop. Nice pink tinge. Yeah, yeah, be like, why are these bad which potatoes is, Which pink? is the color potatoes turn when they go bad. Shut up and it's, eat your blood a, taters. It's a brownish gray pink. That, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, no, the idea here is that a few teaspoons of blood or tablespoons isn't that bad, um, as long as it's free of pathogens, you know, no HIV, no no AIDS. Yeah, well, there, and there are all sorts of blood-borne uh, little uh, pathogens can get in there that just like eating anything with any kind of pathogen on it or a bacteria can make you sick possibly kill you things like that at least make you sick so it's just like that if you if you drink poison not drink if you have a couple teaspoons of poisonous blood it's it's bad but if you have a couple teaspoons of good safe blood you'll be fine you're not gonna feel that bad uh but if you drink it if you flat out drink it i mean i think you're talking four ounces or more it becomes toxic yeah uh it's it's solely due to the iron in it nothing else the the human body cannot absorb iron orally that's why people are these amounts that's why people have uh issues with uh excess iron when you have issues with excess iron you actually have to have you actually have to go through great lengths to reduce the iron uh to make sure you eat 
less of it. There are people I know like who eat a lot of uh, steak and red meat and stuff like that. And they've gone to the doctor or their kids have gone to the doctors and they say, you actually have to cut down on your red meat intake because you're actually getting too much iron. Um, it's, just, it's less common for women who are actually generally have iron deficiencies more than iron ex- excesses. So actually, if you're a woman, you could probably get away with drinking blood more than a man, technically. So sure. I feel, feel like female vampires could actually live uh, more safely, I'm gonna say. I mean, look at uh, look at Lifetime as a network. Uh, the 10 percent of their movies and shows that aren't about women getting hit are about women slowly poisoning their husbands using different metals. Yeah, it, because it's, metals it's an are edge. <laughs> the metals are more or less undetectable, and in small doses, you can slowly build up a toxicity level yes. in someone. Enough so to kill them. And it, the it's, only it's thing slow is, enough, is so it's pe- not like poison right off the bat. You're like, ah, oh, you did it. It's but like, it's no, also okay. in every case noticeable by a coroner. Yeah. So a metal poisoning is not the best way to do it unless you know. Here, let's give a tip to housewives everywhere. Uh, if you know you have a problem within your house with a certain kind of metal, you could go unreported on that. Say if use you use that poisoning. So copper pipes in your house. Lead pipes, uh, copper, are, are asbestos, anything like yeah. that, yeah. Then you use the thing that's degrading to yeah. do the poisoning. Because then then they would say, like, oh, they've got an excess of this in their blood. And the other thing, too, but is you'd also, also the poison you yourself. have to slightly poison yourself just enough to where you know that it's not going to, it's going to be traceable, but it's not going to be uh, enough to kill you. So you got to get sick. Lost on Podcast does not condone murder, does not condone suicide. Does not condone anything that we're actually Pretty talking much about right we now. Ever talk yeah. about, we do not. Condone. We just want to give that disclaimer. Do not do this. But yeah. just, just know, drinking blood is much like anything. It, it can be done in excess, and the excess is not that much. Okay, uh, moving on from that. Um, the next time that in the history of blood research, if you will, that uh, blood really comes up again is in the study of. Uh, para- can you pronounce that, Jared? Uh, parabiosis. Parabiosis. Thank you. I was actually kind of curious how that was said out loud. Yeah. It has a very odd vowel structure. Uh, parabiosis is a series of experiments that were done. And sorry, you will bear with me while I open up the actual set of notes for the date. Do you have the date in front of you? Uh, 1866 is what you say. Is that what you're talking about, you mean? Yeah, or? I want to make sure that was the actual one. Yeah, in 1866, uh, parabiosis Oh, wait, so was... this, is this a uh, flashback? Doodly doo doo doo. Exactly. Uh, in 1866, parabiosis was used as an experiment where you link two creatures, and these were mice in these experiments, together <laughs> creatures i just like the fact that I, i'm just picturing like an orc you know like monsters or something I was like, thinking like creatures a, like a, what is it fizz 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 god or whatever from labyrinth no not labyrinth no labyrinth the, the dark crystal oh okay yeah okay. there you go yeah like, a, like an amazing jim henson yeah yeah just like detached together yeah well basically the same thing they they conjoined mice uh surgically uh allowing their blood to flow from one mouse to the other so their entire uh circular circulatory system right. was one uh the way they actually proved that they were able to do that because you could sew two mice together and be like they share blood and not actually know that they do is they injected dye into the blood of say like the mouse one. on the right. Oh, right yep and then they looked for the dye and the mouse was on the left and, and it was one, present yeah, so it so meant clearly, they were sharing and the blood. second it's not like it goes one way for a second and then like oh I don't want to be here and it backs up like the second that happens nope, they share you're one sharing system. the entire circulatory system and these experiments through parabiosis were not done uh, to learn about de-aging 
They were actually done at this point to prove uh, weight gain and weight loss and how the hypothalamus, I believe, yeah. was uh, intricately involved in both where they would damage the hypothalamus in, say, mouse right and not mouse left and see which one got fat, which one didn't, if one got skinnier, if one didn't, if one stayed normal. And basically what it proved was a uh, any kind of damage to the hypothalamus gland uh, pretty much leads into an appetite. Uh, what's the opposite of suppression? Uh, uh, unleashing your appetite, if yeah. you Yeah, I mean, an increase in appetite, an right? Increase yeah, increase in appetite. Uh, you would you would just eat more without feeling hung, uh, satisfied. And yeah, yeah, which is one of the issues with people who suffer from obesity in general is that, like, when people are like, why don't you just stop eating? And people are like, well, because, uh, Matt, like, why don't you just don't, if you just didn't eat. Are you, are you not, are you anti-fat shaming? Are you Wait, s- anti-fat shaming? Because, uh, because, no, I still hold very, oh, oh, right, I, I yeah. still hold very firm to the idea. If you're fat, you don't have to be. I don't care if it's your hypothalamus. Oh, no, you, no, no, exactly. I don't care if it's a glandular. No, no, you don't, you don't have to be. But the, the argument that I'm saying is when people are just like, when people who don't, who aren't obese and don't suffer from some of those, uh, the actual scientific reasons for obesity, don't under don't have necessarily the right to uh, to assume that they everybody just thinks and feels like them. Sure. So they're just oh, like because no, no, the thing is I don't like I don't actually ever eat till, to, until I'm full. I don't like feeling the sensation of being full. That being said, I do feel full. I can't imagine, but I do eat when I'm hungry. So if I felt hungry all the time, I would probably eat all the time, and then all of a sudden I'd be like shit. Oh crap! Like I'm, I'm like. Whereas, really, what you have to do is realize, like, just because you feel hungry doesn't mean you actually need the food. And so sometimes, then you can actually just, you know, you really have to just control. It's really at that point, it's about controlling your impulses. And then impulse control is still something that everybody should be able to do. So yes, I am still pro, not so fat shaming, but we've talked about this before, where. I'm not gonna feel so bad if you're just like oh, I can't help it. Yeah, you can. You can just not. Yeah, eat. when I yeah. see a fat I'm not person saying, I'm not on a saying rascal, you, you feel they, hung- yeah. they made themselves that way. No one made them that big except themselves. And anytime they're like, you can't fat shame me. No, fucking can. Yeah. You are well, no, three to four hundred pounds because I, you didn't say no to an inner craving. It's like a heroin addict if you well, think about yeah, it. Yeah. And I don't really feel bad for heroin addicts either. Well, and, and I, I I'd actually feel a little bit worse for heroin addicts. I hate to say it that I do for uh, people. Oh no, who are I these. do because because, because that's it, it's because a drug. that's physically it's physically addictive. And Not they made, necessary and, drug. And, and, and they made one mistake a lot of times, and then it la- leads to a lifetime of yeah, phys- they physical made one addiction. Mistake. They shot up with heroin. Yeah, it, it, and it it was <laughs> like a, a fat physical addiction. Didn't make one mistake. They and they eat make a sub. yeah yeah and then they're just like oh this is great. I have I have to have subs now or I'll die. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I. I guess like on both sides it is you know physical or whatever but at the same time it is all about impulse control you can either control your impulses and by yes. that it means you it's you can and you some people need more help controlling their impulses it means you need to you know people that I know who got over heroin like they went and got help to, to get it and they love the Good. fact that they're not on heroin anymore and stuff like that there's always that but, 5 to 10% of people who have that willpower who are like I can overcome whatever is in my well, way well in enough and, to know that they actually need to get help too like not just like I can overcome it by myself people that blame everybody else and don't do shit about it that that is that is a poison yes that is a poison in society because that's what you get when people just blame uh it doesn't matter what you you could just be a bad person and you're always going to find a justification that what you're doing isn't wrong because uh you just can't help it you know i mean this dude there was a dude earlier we talked about who heard voices in his head telling him to kill people and there are other people later we're going to hear about that sort of the same story and 
I'm not going to like that. That's a psychological issue. And we actually, you know, I'm not going to ever give them a pass or anything like that just because a voice told them to do it and they couldn't help themselves. Like, so I'm not going to liken people who eat too much and people who do heroin to people who drink their cousin's blood or nephew's blood or whatever it was. Way, but, you to, know. Br- way to bring it all the way back around to blood. I try. Now, uh, parabiosis, um, the only reason we're mentioning it is because this is one of the first major uh, blood experiments where they were able to show uh, how blood passing from one creature to another can have an effect on the other. The idea was that um, a, a rat that was not uh, damaged in its hypothalamus would... Hypothalamus, correct? I believe that's what, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, would not uh, have the same effect for the weight gain. So basically what they were doing is putting the same amount of food yeah. in front of each rat, sewing them together, and then damaging one hypothalamus gland, and then seeing if the other would also gain weight. And in this study, they found that the one with the damaged part did, and the other one did not, I believe, which uh, showed that the blood flow all worked, but this one thing didn't share. It was so ingrained that it didn't matter if they were sewn together or not. It was based on what this one was going through. Um, this idea of injecting the plasma of young people into older people to make them rejuvenate <laughs> is a injecting- very... Injecting the young plasma, not injecting young people into older people, which I do really think is way more hilarious. It's like, is it like yet? space? Is it in yet? Yeah. yeah. It's like shrinking the little people down. Shrink like a ton of hipsters and just a bunch shove of, them into Clint Eastwood. Yeah, there's just a bunch of millenniums, millennials all fucking... Yeah. Oh, that was great. That was a good misstep. Uh, um, yeah, it just it's an interesting concept that basically they did a giant jump in blood science but didn't disprove or prove what is currently being talked about with the idea of uh, people wanting to get younger through this blood. Uh, the protein compounds that are supposed to make the brain and muscles of older people uh, younger, if given younger versions of them, uh, isn't really sustainable in this experiment. It just simply showed that blood shared between two creatures for weight gain didn't apply. Right, yep. So it actually was a very groundbreaking uh, experiment and was not actually repeated or even slightly. Although that has to do a lot with like until uh, 1950, and with neuroscience too, it like had a, like a big, yep. you know, big step forward in that this, side. This was almost 70 years between this experiment and the next blood experiments. So, I mean, just something to think about. Like this guy made breakthroughs and no one the followed that, up. The fact that yeah, it was in the 1800s. They're like, oh, that's neat. Until yeah. Now, uh, related story, uh, the idea of sewing animal parts together. Yeah, um, finally. Florida man successfully... Of course. <laughs> of course. Florida man success, successfully receives penis transplant from horse. Yes. August 3rd, 2014. Yes. The story is almost two years old to the day. Not enough to be a flashback, but definitely uh, something worth bringing to the table. It, this happened in Mexico, though. This is a Florida man who had this. Oh, of went course. To Mexico. I mean, if a Florida story can cross-reference with a Mexico story. Yeah, man. Oh, Podcast gold. Oh, man. Well, you know, the interesting thing about we this don't... is, is uh, in 2015, uh, actually, I was the first person to actually give a dick to a horse. Uh, have my dick they 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 sewed off uh, three quarters of my dick to transplant it onto a horse because that's how big my penis is that's what I'm trying to get at I have a I have a horse cock plus a quarter <laughs> and, 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 and that horse as we all know big dick to jokes. this state was left rudder runner 
and he came in fifth in the Preakness. Uh, they thought the smaller penis that it now had would give it a more stealthy advantage and a little bit less <laughs> wind resistance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good save there. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm gonna let you have that one. That's like the that's the that's the top hand on the bat right there. Perfect. But yeah, um, <laughs> um, this man also from Melbourne, Florida, which we talked about a couple weeks ago when we were talking about how Melbourne is also an Australian area, and we talked about Australian yes, right. Florida yeah, a lot, yeah, yeah. a little bit of a callback there. Yeah. Um, he was given the first successful oh, you know, uh, hold on. transplanty uh, penis. He's 44 years old. Oh, okay. Needed the a new penis deck. came from a 22-year-old horse. Which to me sounds really old in horse years. It does. So I'm but thinking this is a well studded penis. So this 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 penis this dick has seen a lot of fucking hot uh, horse puss over it's the years. It's seen a it's seen a lot of victories and a lot of victories. So just, <laughs> that's just pure victory. This this is a this is a well st- okay. So he wanted a well studded dick. What do you think he's gonna like? Uh, now I'm thinking about a horror movie. Not even a horror movie. Some kind of science sci fi short or where the guy who dazzles dicks, cuts them off, and throws them in a well, and they're well studded dicks. <laughs> yes. Now now that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> God, I wish that was what I was thinking. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. What, what I was thinking is is one of those uh, those movies like uh, I don't know. There's this Korean horror movie where the person gets an eye transplant and they can see the. And so now I'm thinking yep. like now he he gets the sensation of fucking horses all the time <laughs> he because wants, he just wants to run. <laughs> and well, like, he gets an erection and starts running. He, yeah, well, and, and, and just it'll go, and then yeah. like needs to fuck a horse. And then in when he dreams, he dreams of fucking horses because he's fucked so his dick has fucked so many horses. And then you find out all the ma- all the males uh, dreaming comes from uh, their their dick, and it's a breakthrough in science, just like in 1866. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like uh, Rob Schneider. Like, he could totally do this Rob role. Schneider, yeah. Rob, Rob Schneider wakes up one day <laughs> with a dick transplanted from a horse. Everything's fine until, hey, I'm a horse. <laughs> Rob Schneider is horse dick. <laughs> not, even, yeah. it's not even creative yet. <laughs> like, the animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, and, and it's straight up taken, and even our take on that was not creative because we took that from uh, the South Park. Which is one of my favorite South Parks ever, where they did all the uh, Rob Schneider commercials. Oh, Rob Schneider is a stapler. Yeah. I'm a stapler. That's when he was doing all those different movies of where he was like, I woke up and I'm something else. Whoa, what's going to happen? I still like Rob Schneider, though. Um, you know, I, I, I don't. Actually, um, I, I realize, actually, I, uh, I don't either. I don't really like him or Adam Sandler anymore, come to think of it. I was just realizing uh, the last few things that I've seen... They, uh, Adam Sandler's nothing... newest stuff all sucks, except I kind of like that thing they did with the, the island and David Spade, and they changed their... The do-over? Yeah, that uh, actually yeah. wasn't bad. It, it, it was, did you watch it? it? I, I watched that. It definitely was way better than that. Uh, the Ridiculous Six. Oh, I, I, I was 10 minutes in, and I turned it off. I, I couldn't oh, get oh, 10 okay. minutes I, in. I made it longer than you. I made it halfway through. No, I made it, no, no. It was yep. garbage. I made it halfway through going, wow, no. Why am I doing this to myself? I realized, Unwatchable uh, garbage. No. There's so much better out there. Well, it's just so bad in so many ways. Oh, my no. God. It's so stupidly written. Anyway. Continue. Now, I don't mean to bring down the show, but oh, no. um, we didn't. 
talk about earlier in the year the Orlando shootings. Um, Probably because we're a comedy podcast, and there's literally nothing funny you could say about anything or bring any joke whatsoever to that. Absolutely not. Um, I mean, we we brought comedy to somebody eating their 12-year-old, or drinking their 12-year-old nephew's blood, but that was from like 18 years ago. If you want to find comedy about the Orlando shooting, go to I'm Going going to Hell for This on uh, Reddit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you will find something there. That's that's actually good. Yeah, and that's actually a pretty good place if you want to see like just day of uh shock humor that's not day even, of yeah, shock humor that's not even meant to necessarily be funny it's meant for people to go oh no i'm going to hell for this no it's almost unfortunately actually pretty funny not i don't know about the orlando stuff but yeah no i'm not sure how many of our listeners out there um are aware at this point that since 1983 at the height of the aids crisis uh this is early reagan era um Gay individuals were banned from donating blood, and this was because the AIDS epidemic was at the forefront of our society at that point, within the gay community specifically. Uh, In such a way, where in the early 80s, if a a straight person got AIDS through straight sex or straight H, uh, straight needle use, drugs, because that was another way to get it. Yeah. Um, and they were often immediately you couldn't, labeled gay. Because yeah. it was like, the only good is fucking a dude in a butthole. Yeah, yeah. Which is they, weird, because they, they only have one. It makes it sound like they have a bunch, like a butthole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, which one did you fuck? You didn't fuck the AIDS butthole, did you? Oh, you know, you they're, the you know they're labeled right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one that says AIDS on it. I figure that, fe- that meant asshole is damn satisfactory. No, no, that's the AIDS bottle. Oh, no, why'd you apply an acronym to it? That wasn't the right one. Uh, oh. Now, the only reason we're bringing up Orlando and the fact that you can't donate blood because you're gay from the Reagan era AIDS crisis is that we are in the year 2016. And after the Orlando shooting where 50 people uh, of all genders and sexualities at a nightclub in Orlando died from a single shooter, um, there was an outcry. People wanted to basically get justice and help the survivors. A call was put out by the Red Cross for blood donations, and as thousands of the gay community in Orlando lined up to donate blood in solidarity of this uh, entirely hateful crime, they were turned away one after another because of the still standing FDA regulation saying that blood cannot be donated if you are gay and have had sex in the last 12 months. Well, Well, and it should be noted that in December, the FDA did lift its ban on that. On, on the gay not giving blood. No, they technically actually didn't. It's, it's they recommend. Oh, sorry. They, they, they recommended. They, they recommended. So they, but it, did it, not so they, outright yeah, so, make it mandatory. So they, they did not make it mandatory. So it's actually in some areas, uh, the the Red Cross will or won't yeah. to do how they will feel. will or won't uh, actually uh, accept blood. It's really it's it's really at this point it's now up to their uh, to their discretion. They're not much um, like a county clerk giving you a marriage license. Exactly. Yeah, they're just allowed to be like, "No, thanks." So, depending on where I'm guessing, you know, in the state of Vermont, uh, you a very progressive state. I don't know this for for a fact. I would assume if but, you're gay in the state of Vermont and you've had sex at all, you can probably get blood. Because why the fuck should it? And here, you? and well, here the thing too is because like when you go, you get you you have to fill out. Uh, first of all, you have to uh, answer 
I, I've given blood hundreds of times in my life. You have to answer thousands of questions every I, fucking I've been time. I've every one of the rituals. They're beautiful. So many candles. <laughs> so many candles. Yeah. Okay, maybe my blood that I give isn't exactly all like on par with the Red Cross stuff. But anyway, the you know they ask you a ton of questions. They make you go through the motions every single time, even if like the same same person would be there every single time uh, and be like, "All right, you've been through this," and I'd be like, "Yeah, yes, yes, no." I knew all of the things to like. You know, like, uh, I'm sure now, like, I haven't given it in a while. I'm sure now there's questions about Zika virus and stuff like that. But then then they, they test your blood. They don't just, like, be like, all right, I have some blood now. Like, yeah, what, they go is, through all of those and tests. How, and how long does it take to pull blood out of you? Like, a couple minutes? Like, what is the harm? Uh, about 10 of, minutes, and, yeah. And everything they use is disposable. Uh, Every tube, needle, syringe. Well, be a, yeah, 10, 10 throw, 15 minutes. I, I take about a half hour because I do the double red, which takes a little longer because right, they right, put it right. back in. But yeah, 10, 15 minutes. You have to wait sometimes 45 minutes to so, give it. But yeah. So this is li- literally a prejudice. Yes. There is no scientific yes. reason to deny a gay person for giving blood no, in it, the it's, year 2016. In in honestly in the year 1983 there wasn't. It was no. still it was still fear. It was based on fear and uh although back then at least you could uh, argue the lack of science and nowadays we've had, you know, 30 years, 30 plus years to study it and be like, "Oh, it turns out actually they have just as much of a right." And and uh, here's the thing, is I I give blood and uh, the the you red, gave me some the red cross. I'm happy. Yeah. I it's in my fridge. Don't drink and more than one two teaspoon at a time. I told you that uh, it's clean, I, but I, bought, I don't I want you to. I bought these new uh, chrome plated uh, measuring spoons. Oh, no. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Tonight. That's really good. That's a good way to drink blood. Um, but the one like the the Red Cross, they will call you uh, twice a day. The second you're up for giving again, twice a day, every single day, like a fucking uh, like a, a telemarketer. To be like, we need blood, we need blood. And then these people, like in the wake of the Orlando shootings, go and attempt to give blood, especially at, at, a, at a, a, a shooting of a gay nightclub, like Pulse was the nightclub. People who obviously feel close to that, you're going to get a lot of gay people who want to help and want to give blood at that point. So you're like, I bet you're turning away 50% of the fucking people by saying, nope, you can't, can't do it. And I get calls twice a day. Like to try to like go and like because I gotta I'm, then I'm gonna give anyway but like they still call me twice a day because they need it so bad but they're not gonna take it it's kind of like the gays in the military thing like we want people to die for your country but not if you're a homosexual or a woman boo like they they're not letting people do their civil duty exactly um, this needs to stop I don't know what it'll take to make it stop it actually sounds like it's uh, it's on a case by case basis much like the courthouse uh, yeah uh, I, I think it's you know I think well, what it's going to take is a generational change and a bunch of outcries where these people actually are told harshly you're doing wrong shut the fuck up and, and this and is do where right for and, and this is where the the social media and the hashtag shaming actually does come in handy i usually am very against people just doing that randomly but in this kind of case if you could actually make those cases against your like if you go if you are a gay person who goes to give blood at your local red cross and they say no to you because of that one instance you should it should be an outcry. You should get because honestly, something like that could go viral. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of do like random hashtag shaming. I mean, it's not the it, today wouldn't be the first time that I've written to uh, Sarah Lee on Twitter and said, "Fuck you, Black Lives Do Matter." Just randomly, to to, to like no the company, Sarah, like Lee. Sarah Lee. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they got my message. 
Okay, you I mean, can, I know that you, you can, need to you, deliver uh, to uh, them. Uh, what, I, what I should say is, uh, most of the time, uh, I'd say 99% of the time, people who put a hashtag in front of something aren't making any kind of change. I feel like this is a, one of those cases where you could make a change by because uh, I don't feel like a lot of people uh, really pay enough attention to it. So I feel like it could bring attention to the cause, which is the first step of the game, where a lot of people don't even realize that people aren't allowed to give because of that. Uh, so I think the more attention that can be given, the better. No. So do it. Hashtag it. To round out the show, um, I'd like to vent a little bit here about one specific thing, and this is going to be Superman, and you may wonder why we're talking about Superman in a blood show. Um, We've all seen at this point, or at least the majority of us have seen, uh, Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman. I have seen neither. And most of us have opinions on it, whether they're good, bad, or neutral. Oh, I have opinions. And they're all what I would like to point out is no matter what your negative opinion is on these new films, you need to remember there was a little show a few years ago called You mean like Smallville. a small show. Oh damn it, you got to I was gonna say you mean like a small show and you're gonna be like yes. I just a never small paused. show <laughs> like Smallville. Okay. Now Oh, hold on a second. Uh so I was gonna I was thinking like, oh maybe I could edit that to sound okay. Did you know this is totally unrelated? I was in Rite Aid the other day, uh being uh And you met Superman t- yesterday and I fucking met Superman and he sucked my dick. It was great. He, it was like, yeah. right off. He didn't <laughs> so need to. He's did, powerful. Yeah, he was like, uh oh, sorry, didn't mean to. And then he blew his cold air on it and fucking froze it back in place. No, no wasn't it a horse? No wait, wait, you gave your your dick to a horse. Your stories aren't lying. No, up. I gave three quarters of my dick to a horse. Oh uh, okay. right, I'm And you gave one quarter to Superman. Well, I didn't. No, no. You know, Superman you know, back took the, one quarter of it. You know, back in the 70s, there was a super horse? Uh, like a comic? Like a dog. Like, like, a, like a dog with a cape, but it was a horse with a cape. Wait, why'd you say like a dog <laughs> with a cape? First of all, you could have just said like a horse with a cape. Like, I, was, I wasn't going to get it until you like put it in like dog relationship. <laughs> Let me relate it to a dog first. Oh, a dog with a cape. Got that. Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah. And now just picture now a horse with a cape. Oh, well, now I get well, it. Well, famously, <laughs> Superman has a super dog called Crypto. Yeah, I know, I know, Crypto. So, <laughs> I tried walking you there within the terms I but, thought but, but, but you're like, you just left out like a big, you just made so many assumptions. Be like, okay, he, he's only going to get it if I, I put it in terms of Crypto, which, oh, my God. Uh, uh, so yeah, I was actually gonna mention. Uh, did, did you realize? Okay, uh, this is a shitty song anyway. But uh, the, the song "Your Body Is a Wonderland" by uh, I don't even know if it's the name of the song Sticks. by by Sticks slash, but then covered later in what better known from John Mayer. Do you realize they they uh, they edit that song? They censor it in the Rite Aid. They really chop it up. They chopped it up like in a really shitty way to go. Your your life is a wonderland. For some reason, they're not allowed to say body is a wonderland. I don't know why. Oh. Anyway, uh, that was just I was thinking about chopping your thing up, and I was like, no, I don't want to sound like that shitty John Mayer edit. So no, um, my whole gripe with a uh, Smallville is number one, it was a shitty show. Uh, I think the best. I thing- never saw it, but uh, they had I, the I really, the- really the really hot Lois. Right? They, they had a really hot Lois. Um, for a few years, I watched it, and the best thing I got from it was I learned that Dizzy Rascal was a brilliant artist because he had a song featured on like season two or three. Oh, nice. Okay, they had. I, I like Dizzy. Dizzy's yeah, good. That's that's we, where we she, played Dizzy on the show before. Yep, yeah, that's where I learned Dizzy Rascal was a thing and loved him, and then that then I walked away. But what we learned from Superman on Smallville was that at one point General Zod apparently was in an episode. I stopped watching well before this would have been a thing. And General Zod gets shot and is dying. Clark then cuts himself with a kryptonite pin 
drips blood into Zod's wound and heals him. This is something that has never happened once in any Superman comic ever. Superman's blood is not a healing elixir. Also, what the fuck shot Zod and killed him? Like, what crypt- kryptonite bullets? Because if you think about it, crypt- Zod is a Kryptonian. Right. Meaning he can't just, be Just shot. like, yeah, yeah. And so, and just like Superman, he would be uh, susceptible to only the same thing Superman was, right? And, and he's always been a villain. He was a villain in the old 1980s Superman movies. He was a villain in Man of Steel. Why was he someone that Superman would save in Smallville? Like, well, Superman's I, I just got a this. Superman's got a good heart, man. Oh and yeah, actually, he's such a good heart. And that in Man of Steel, he snaps Zod's neck. Yeah, that's and true. in the 1980s <laughs> one, he throws him into a pit to Zod's, his death. Zod's not a good guy. He's not a he, good guy. Oh, man. Superman in every iteration kills Zod himself. With until until with he gets Smallville a little trying to buck the trend and be like, I think this they were trying the to. Yeah, one time where we he's. He saves him. He's a I think, good I, guy. Yeah, I think they were trying to be just like really, uh, oh God, air quotes, creative, you know? Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. No, not allowing those words to be applied to, to Smallville. Now, what I love is I found this uh, this question about Superman's healing ability in uh, Yahoo Answers. And the actual, uh, the, the, the post I went for is tagged under it with tags. You would imagine that tags are usually associated with the post, meaning searchable terms related to what you're reading, right? Superman, Zod. These are trending now tags that have no relation to what I'm reading that are there because Yahoo decides I should know more things. I just mean wanna... Yahoo, the company that's pretty much defunct? Yeah. Sure. I, wanna, I just want to read I these. wonder why. April Ross. Michelle Obama. Vanessa Williams. Diana Taurasi. <laughs> Seattle Mariners. <laughs> cheap airline tickets. Tiger Woods. Six Flags. Dude, they're just guessing. Reverse Mortgage. <laughs> they're just guessing. It's so great. <laughs> and and lastly, Norton Antivirus, which is probably a paid search term. From like 1996, yeah. I love the fact that like, you wonder why like uh, Yahoo couldn't keep their shit together. No, they're, this they're is literally bad computing. They're just like, they don't even have an algorithm. They just have somebody with Tourette's. Oh, no. Like just seriously like, hitting buttons like These crazy. These mean nothing together right now. If you really want Actually, to be topical, uh, could, why don't you, you say Rio? Could you uh, create one more empty promise that I guarantee we won't have anything to do? And just, uh, like, can you take a snapshot of that or something? Command, uh, you know, shift four or whatever. And uh, take a snapshot of those search terms. And I want to make a short story based purely on those uh, search terms. Absolutely. Yeah, because I feel like... I feel like that would be like a good improv exercise or something where you got to create like a a creative writing, like a creative writing story or something like that. You know, like a class that you do like, yeah, hey, here are six unrelated terms. Now make something creative out of it. I think we could. I think we could. All right. For episode 150. I don't even we could recognize create a good half skit. those names. What the fuck's a Michelle Obama? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I think I saw a porn with her once. Think so? I don't know. Who's, who, uh, oh, uh, I can't, you know, hmm. I was trying to think of some uh, catchy sex like porn name kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, using Michelle Obama, but I I, I couldn't eh. using Michelle Obama. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, no, you weren't saying I nailed it. You were saying that's literally part of the title. Yeah, using Michelle, Michelle Obama, Obama colon you, you nailed, nailed it. it. <laughs> All right, I think that's this. It's week the for... it's, it's the sequel to Who's Nailing Palin? Exactly. I think that's this week for Lost and Own Podcast. All right. 
Um, if you want to go find us, you can go on Twitter and search for at the Lost at Home. That is our official Twitter account. Jerry, you have your own. Yeah, at uh, Sonic Jalopy. You can find me for Instagram. I'm hopefully doing some art this weekend. Maybe post a couple of things on that. I noticed I've got a few new followers on the Instagram and haven't been uh, showing a lot of love there on uh, Twitter. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, if you uh, want to look for me personally on Twitter, I'm at Tears for Candy. And on Instagram, I'm at Legend Tripper with a underscore in the middle. Uh, besides that, go to LostZonePodcast.com. That's our website yeah. where you'll see every show posted with links to stories. You can also go to the top bar and see our previous shows, our previous interviews, our personal store. And mid-page, you will see a great big old link to the band box where yes. you can go. And use offer code LAH10 to get 10% off your first order. And remember, this month is crazy. The time is running out. The clock is ticking. Yes. You can get an official, original Harley Quinn item and an official, we don't know what it is. It's gonna original be awesome, Batman the Killing Joke item. We pretty much can promise you right now that if you don't like what you get... You can mail it to us, and we'll keep it. Uh, absolutely, I think we will. As a gift, you can just mail it to us. We will uh, not refund anything, or your shipping handling. We will post selfies with it, laughing. Yeah, say uh, like, you, like you, the Joker. Yeah, you gave us amazing stuff, and you're a loser. Can I? Can I say one thing before we sign off here? I just, think you can. Uh, just, just related to, uh, and actually, I also uh, think I have an idea of what uh, kind of music we want to go out on, but. Um, the first thing is, is speaking of comic books, I want to mention that we will be at the Vermont Comic Con August 27th and 28th, and it is going to be uh, an awesome time. We're going to have uh, Jay Moulton on, I believe, hopefully. Next week. Next week, uh, before it actually uh, kicks off. And uh, we need to uh, pick his brain about what makes it so awesome, what's going to make it even better than last year, because it's going to be you, hard you to know, top last year, but it's, hey, you know it's a fucking great time. Hey, you know one of the things doing this year? If you come on the second day, which was actually the lower attendance day of the two days, yeah. um, use that as a gauge if you're coming to decide which day you want to come on. You should First, come on both, but the, if you have to... Get everyone through, yeah. will be there on both days. But first day, crazy busy. Second day, a little lighter. It's a little more chill. If you like it a little more... It was still busy, but yeah. you could have a more chill time there. Um, you should definitely do that. But on the second day, there's a Pokemon Go, like, coordinated event. I believe they are setting off uh, lures all around the entire complex the the uh, the conventions in oh, and that's they're gonna awesome. do like uh, group walk rounds and stuff. So and and uh, and I believe last year on the second day there was even like a cool group photo thing and there's a little bit of a war between uh, our group and there was group. there was a David Batista from and, and, Guardians and, and, of the Galaxy I believe was having a war with our Comic Con group for best yep. selfie. So. One and, of the, and we, one the of the so, members, and we got to like hang out with all of the everybody from the con, including like all the all the clerks guys, all the artists, all the movie folk, all yeah, got we, together in one clump and yeah, like for this one concerted effort. And everyone just yeah. like clambered in to try to beat Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. The entire it was, it, was, it was amazing. It was like the entire hall went was empty. It, his, it was either his or his uh, Daryl from Walking Dead. Oh shoot, I can't remember. I think it. Ooh, it was actually, also shoot. in Guardians of the Galaxy. He plays a. Uh, What's his name with the fin on his head? Yeah, there. Uh, but I always forget that character's name. It, it was it was one of the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy folk. And I thought it was I thought it was your first guy. Yeah, but uh, it might have been. It was either Dave Batista or the guy who plays Daryl. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, either way, it was a great time. What I'm trying to say is August 27th, 28th. You got to come one or both of those days Maybe and, be in a and look us up with a movie star. You never know, and you can be sitting there right next to us. Look, look the us limelight. up. Look us up. Have a great time with it, and uh, listen next week to uh, hear Jay Moulton talk about. 
even more than we did why you absolutely have to come uh, if you live anywhere remotely in the area or if you want to make a good trip. Yeah, so Jay Moulton absolutely loves talking about how people should absolutely come. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Goodbye. I got a lot of chicks. Short, tall, thin, so very thick, very thick. Elevate, I don't discriminate. Uh uh-uh. uh. Black, white, brown, I love a date. Love a date, love a date. Love a date. Yo, got a chick named Tina. Shorty got money, real rich. Drop a beamer. I turn the tunes loud, cause I know that she a screamer. Put, put, put it on her face, like my name, Nazima. I can't forget Tanya, you know she a fighter. I always tryna kick me, like we playing Street Fighter. I say, pretty please, girl, this a new shirt. But, but, but she never care, and I'm all make it hurt. I got my girl Carrie. Oh, her name Kim. I always get confused cause I know she got a twin, baby. Oh, six, three, real thick, nice skin. Either way you do it, don't matter, it's a win. All I'm saying is, like a mama bird, I got a lot of chicks. Like a mama bird, I got a lot of chicks. Like a mama bird, I got a lot of chicks. All these girls, they want a piece of this. I got a nest full. Like a mama bird, I got a nest full. Like a mama bird, I got a nest full. Like a mama bird, like a mama bird, I got a lot of chicks. I got a nest full. Shorty like it naughty at the West End Top floor Heather likes to watch, that's her best friend She real shy, here's a good suggestion Sexy real good while your best friend resting Cause I'm a gentleman and a scholar Seen with the best chicks, call them top dollar Not a bank, never chase, gotta make her follow Do me good, set me right, then I make you holla Let my girl Lottie up, knows how to potty up Did it at the hotel, back in Abu Dhabi And her arm Bonnie, she a hot mommy Ooh, Yeah, she kinda snobby, but damn, she got a body All I'm saying is, like a mama bird I got a lot of chicks like a mama bird. I got a lot of chicks like a mama bird. I got a lot of chicks. All these girls, they want a piece of this. I got a nest full like a mama bird. I got a nest full like a mama bird. I got a nest full like a mama bird. Like a mama bird. I got a lot of chicks. I got a nest full like a mama bird. I got a nest full like a mama bird. I got a nest full like a mama bird. Like a mama bird. I got a lot of chicks. Ain't nothing like a woman. Smell, taste, touch. Yo, I love him so much I'ma keep it real, I'm addicted to the kitty Make me feel good, I'm always needed with me Yo, Cuba to Aruba, Denmark to Nepal yo, Like Ash, baby, yo, I gotta catch them all I wouldn't say greedy, I would use the word admire I think they all gems, rose gold, sapphire It's a damn shame that I lust this much But you can't blame that I lust this much I'm all love here, I ain't never with the drama I like them down to earth, I ain't with the prima donnas And I tell them, yo, a woman is a woman I don't care, don't care Like them shortcut, bored long hair <laughs> Tall, slim, short, round, real thick Come to my nest and be one of my chicks What you mean? I got a nest full, like a mama bird I got a nest full, like a mama bird I got a nest full, like a